0: Away. oh
1: god, oh, god.
2: Hi, this is Cherie J. Wilson, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with our guest Michael Priest. Michael's credits as a television director include multiple episodes of Dallas, Streets of San Francisco, Barnaby Jones, Walker, Texas Ranger, and Seventh Heaven. He has also worked with such film legends as John Wayne, Marlon Brando, Steve McQueen, and Spencer Tracy. One of my favorite episodes of Dallas, or at least one of my favorite scenes is uh I forget which season, but it was the year after Jim Davis died and they had the extended storyline that season where jr. Ray and Bobby go down to South America to look for jock and they find and, and they discover he's 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 dead uh, but he's not declared dead and it takes you know however many episodes for miss ellie to to come to terms with the fact that Jock died and finally, near the end of the season, there's a dinner scene where the family is gathered together and I I think J.R. and Sue Ellen are divorced, but J.R. invites Sue Ellen to dinner and they bring John Ross. And John Ross sits in Jock's chair and at that moment, Miss Ellie goes in the kitchen and she loses it. And that's when she finally comes to terms with Jock's death. And of all the episodes of Dallas, it's one of my favorite moments because... It's it's one of the moments that, because you know, forget about I mean it's easy to say Dallas was over the top but it it is moments like that where it, you remember Michael that it's it's a show about family and it's 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 those things that really grounded the show and made it authentic and made it made it so popular to people such as myself.
1: Right, I that I remember like yesterday uh, being there that morning and the day before because it was. We had this set up in the kitchen, her marks. Uh, we would kind of walk through where she would like to go uh, and, you know, to put um, dishes and uh, things uh, in for easy reach. And we could stage it and pre light it so that she didn't have to wait a long time Amen. after doing the dining scene. So she was uh... uh comfortable in, in doing it because I think we used two cameras. You know, now they would use four, but at that time we only had two. And, uh, you know, just let her go for it. Yeah. But it it was, it was, you know, because we had to have special dishes, naturally, and things, and everything had to be set up. But uh, she was, you know, Barbara was such a pro mm-hmm. and uh, had the, uh, you know, hit every mark so she'd be in the light and not... Get hidden behind things or something. So it was an inspiration, you know, to be there to just watch it in person. It was. I remember tears rolling down my eyes. And but uh, the uh, the dining room scene was, uh, you know, she didn't say much. I if I remember correctly, right. She she just sort of sat there, and uh, kind of an off uh, another quick story about that is she. She came to me the day before, and she said, you yeah, know, this is a very difficult scene. I, would you ask Patrick and the boys, you know, to not fool around, just to play the scene, and exactly. just let, let it uh, happen? And I said, of course. So I'm in a, kind of a mistake. I went to Patrick and Larry, because they were, Patrick was a culprit in all the goofing around mm-hmm. on the stage. I mean, very funny man. Yeah, You know, I thought he should be a stand-up comedian. And his sister once told me, don't don't laugh at him because it just encourages him. <laughs> anyway, so Barbara had me, and I went to the actors, and they said, oh, don't worry, don't worry. And so she's sitting there, and there was idle chatter going on, and suddenly right on her, right in her forehead or someplace, a pee. Patrick had taken a spoon and put a pee on it and flipped it at her, and it hit her right in the forehead. Now, this is <laughs> while we're doing the master scene. And it's, you know, and she just keeps... They keep acting. They nobody like it didn't happen. And then he takes mashed potatoes, and you know, you know, it, it became a, a food fight. Mm-hmm. And this is after she had asked me, you know, to make him behave. But it, it she never blinked an eye. She acted like none of it was going on. And these, you know, they they're goofing around. Uh, Patrick and Larry, they 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 had a lot of fun. They, you know, like uh, like most series, it, you kind of have to laugh at yourself.
2: Well, yeah, because.
1: Or, Barbara was a pro
2: right well because you're working cra- you're working long hours and um, and and sometimes you just need to break the tension or just you know uh, let loose a little bit because otherwise it, it, it can be very crazy and it can end up hurting the performance
1: right well there was a uh, Patrick who uh, was is wonderful at that and uh, there' was a scene where he was had just Made a deal on the phone. He hung up the phone. He sat back in his chair and put his feet up on the desk. I mean, that was what this script called for. So he did it, and he almost started to fall. And I said, oh. "So he grabbed him." And I said, "All right, let's shoot it." But I said, "You know, when we're done shooting, well, you want to, Patrick, just fall over? You know, it'd be kind of funny for, for the dailies to, you know, for, uh, to see it the next day." And uh, so he said, "Yeah, okay." So, so he does. He finishes the scene. Puts his feet up. Sits in the chair and I kind of snap my fingers so he knows we've got enough film and he fell over, backwards. So everybody laughed and it got it. And the next day he comes into work and he had hurt himself a little bit. And I said, God, I can't. We can't do that kind of joke anymore, Patrick. What if you had like really broken your neck or you know or something? And so uh, you know, of course, always he just wanted you know get a laugh at. No matter what the expense
2: was, I would imagine because he was basically the straight man on that show. I mean, he was he was the good guy. He was oh. the, he was the hero. Whereas Hagman, Hagman, Hagman had the best lines and almost always the best storylines. And so I would imagine he would, you know, Patrick, would relish the opportunity to cut loose, even if it was just for the outtakes or or, or for the dailies.
1: Yeah, it was just everything, you know, Patrick, like, was a very good horseman. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he had horses and things, and he would, uh, like, do his own uh, stunts. He would, like, uh, fall off the horse mm-hmm. just just for uh, for a laugh, you know, trying to look cool. You know, he was very, uh, he said, a natural comedian, but Patrick was really funny. But people would laugh at everything they would do, the crew. And it just encouraged them to, to have more fun.
0: All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID 19, call the Legal Helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number 800-915-8054. 915 8054 915 8054 That's 800-915-8054. Paid for by the IPG Law Group